Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Oh, hello. Hello. Welcome to Holdercast. Um, my name is Mike. I'm Kim. And I'm Jason McCarris. I don't know why you guys just went with the first name. <laughs> I don't know. Mike started. Yeah, I uh, yes, I am. Uh, I am Mike of the table. I'm sitting here at this table. <laughs> we all have the carved table. Rick on the table. table Dick on table. Plotting out the next attack for uh, Westeros. Yes, this is all a bunch of tabletop games they're all playing now. They're basically yeah. everyone has has little tables that have little Their own version of D and D. Yeah, pretty much they're all playing Risk. <laughs> all playing um, Game of Thrones Risk. But this is we're talking about the second episode. What is it, Stormborn? Yes. All Stormborn. right. And it's mostly wow. boring except the end. Uh, what? <laughs> oh boy! Talk, 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 talk. Fight. Wasted no time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was ready for because I really, really liked this episode, and I, and I thought every scene was just like really exciting and crisp dialogue and good stuff going on. And then you get to that last scene, and I was like, "This is the only thing Mike cares about." <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would make you happy. <laughs> well, it, it's um, for having about an hour and fifty minutes of chatting. Over the two episodes. That long? I didn't even realize it was that long. No, I mean, I'm talking about the two episodes combined. Yeah. This season, we are two-sevenths of the way through, and the last ten minutes is the only time we actually had actual fighting with real consequences. Because otherwise people are just talking. It's like, well, if this happens, then this will happen. Well, just fight and make it happen, man. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) It's all these conditional Uh, statements. Before we relive this argument from last week, maybe we should start uh, at the top of the show, and we can we don't have to recap the entire thing. We can discuss quickly kind of what happened. Mm -hmm. So we start. You know, Mike mentioned the 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 title of the episode is Stormborn, and we begin at Dragonstone, and what's it doing? But storming. Yes. Which uh, reminded Varys of uh, it was Varys, didn't didn't he say he remembered? When she was born, yeah, hearing remember about that, when she was born, you remember that storm when she was born. Yes, right, yeah. So uh, I, I thought it was a real interesting scene, and and it also kind of got a glimpse of what's going on with Khaleesi, and and you know there was this theory floated about in the previous episode, wasn't there? Or maybe people were just discussing it uh, online, but that she, you know, the Mad King went mad, and what's to say she's not going to go mad? It might have been one of Cersei's sort of, uh, you know things that she was throwing out this week too of, uh, you know excuses as to as to why it would be a terrible thing for her to, to come to King's Landing yeah she, she seemed very different in that first scene didn't she just even yeah. from the first scene she was so much darker and more mature <laughs> like yeah. whoa well, it seemed like she was fine with Varys for quite a long time and then all of a sudden she's like yeah. if you cross me I will burn you to death <laughs> <laughs> I will burn you alive <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, it was a strange time for her to, like, they've been on that boat for, like, 19 <laughs> years, and finally, like, oh, yeah. and I'm going to kill you, because... By the way, <laughs> she brings up a pretty good point at the same time. Like, he did kind of just stab two different guys in the back who he was working for, and just be like, I'll see you later. Because mm-hmm. he just, you know, he, and as he explained, he had to choose between his own life or theirs, and he, he valued his more, I guess. <laughs> These are the things you ask during the interview, during the, yeah. you know, it's like... So I noticed that you were around when my father was killed and you <laughs> enacted the order to have me killed. <laughs> That's what I was laughing at, the interview. <laughs> what, Job intersection. <laughs> what do you feel your strengths beyond that? Oh, well, you know. Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> do you know a word in Excel? <laughs> Where do you see me in five years? Dead? I mean, yes, I mean you seem to know what's going on. Um <laughs> I, it was it was an an interesting scene, kind of odd that we have to do this weird housekeeping to kind of catch up to the fact that Varys is now with them because they hadn't addressed it. Yeah. You know, he just kind of shows up on the boat, and then now we're the second episode in, and the first episode didn't have any dialogue, so I guess they had to pay that off. But he made a great argument. I mean, his argument was he yeah. is with the people. I mean, he and yeah. how these people were treated by the monarchs was awful, and and he's kind of this is back to his little bird network he's uh he's a man of the people yes 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, I like that he didn't back down and just crumble under her authoritative <laughs> manner yeah. and her really laying it out for him. He actually had a good comeback. Right, and well, then at the end end of that scene, we we get uh, the red priestess who's been missing in action for a little while. Oh yes, Melisandra. She she comes to tell Khaleesi to summon Jon Snow. Yeah, she shows up not wet though. We should point out that she was not affected by the storm. It's <laughs> pouring point. outside, and you it's know, also the... a side effect of her necklace, and she stays completely dry <laughs> at all times. She's actually soaked, but we just don't perceive that. Oh, very good. That's probably yeah. true. Or the water would be dripping on the floor. I mean, I, there, there's a lot of. There's, I mean, maybe it was the the, the Lord of Light. Yeah, you know, keeps you know blue skies over her the whole time. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but then we have like another. It's a. It's, it's one of those weird, redefining of a prophecy sort of thing. Right, right. The, the prince who was promised. The mm-hmm. prince who was promised. Now was that mentioned earlier in earlier uh, episodes or? Oh yeah. yeah, she refers to Stannis as the one who was promised. I think. Right. Oh yeah, and then and then her little translator is like, oh oh, by the way, that's not quite right in Valerian. It's right. actually. It's a genderless pronoun. You know, like, well, what? It's Masande who points it out too. Masande, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So we have Melisandre and Masande now together. Yes. <laughs> so Jesus, you know, I mean, they, they will unite and form one person. Yeah, well, form mayonnaise. Um, <laughs> Melisande. <laughs> um, it, it it this is a weird deep callback, but in um, Babylon Five of all things, they had uh, in the first season. There was uh, uh, Captain, you know, Commander Sinclair, who was going to be like the anointed one. And there's all this prophecy like, you are the one. You are the one, Commander. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh. And then the actual actor uh, had medical issues, and he had to leave. And then they brought in Bruce Boxleitner. And <laughs> it's, so like, it's like, well, wait a minute. The guy who we've been anointing with this prophecy for a whole year is now out of the show. What do we do? <laughs> so you have this weird guy show up, and he says... He was the one, but you are also the one, and she is the one. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on now. <laughs> one yeah, plus so one I plus one is equal it, one. It remains to be seen. We really don't know whether you know it, it's her or it could be Jon Snow. Who, who knows what this uh, you know, prophecy is? I guess. I mean, like, I don't know why they would why they would broach that um, yeah. unless Without there was going to be some sort of wrinkle to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I, I, I get the sense that people are, are maybe taking things a little bit too much for granted that we know how things are going to go. Because clearly, if the history on this show tells us anything, we don't. So what you are know? you? What do you think? What are people saying? That well, I, I, I was. I'm getting a lot of sense that that people are setting up like this three way battle between all the ladies, between Cersei and uh, Daenerys and. Um, Sansa, yeah, and like Jon Snow's kind of out of the equation all of a sudden. I was like, well, he he's pretty much ice and fire himself, so I don't quite understand, you know, how how they're kind of making that equation. But it is interesting to have the three women sort of uh, hmm. right now, at least uh, while Jon's visiting Daenerys, that uh, they're they're at power right now. Well, this this episode was all women in power. I mean, yeah. I mean that that whole um, scene where they're all around the table, mm-hmm. you know, you sure. have Yara and. Sand right. Snake Woman and Olena and Olenna. Well, it didn't even occur to me when I was watching it. Like, oh, these are all women until I watched that little inside this episode thing about afterward. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, well, I, didn't... I, I actually didn't watch the inside the episode. Yeah, I needed to die. Yeah, so David yeah. D.B. Weiss, is that his name, mentioned it and how just how exciting it was to write for these female characters. I'm like, oh, what? didn't even notice when I was too busy thinking about all the possibilities of what's going to happen with the story. I, I noticed it. I mean, part of the reason why it's all women is because Game of Thrones has burned through basically all their male characters. You know, I mean, <laughs> everybody dies and, you know, the the, the women are, are left. But it was an interesting scene, to be sure. It was an interesting, you know, power play by all these women with all the men basically on the outer circle in that meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the other thing was... Good job, Kim. I guess it was... Oh, thanks to me. <laughs> well, we, ha- we had uh, Elena with the Tyrells, and we had um, uh, the Dornish... Uh, uh, what's her name again? It won't matter. Ilaria Sand? Ilaria. Yeah, Ilaria Sand. And then the Sand Snakes. And because uh, Dr. Bashir is dead, 
So she's in charge, but it, it, and they have an army that they're offering. I was so confused about this because I didn't remember. Yeah, I guess the Dornish army, but she's in charge suddenly. I mean, because she's she... the queen now. She yeah, killed him. Yeah, she stabbed yeah. Doctor Bashir. Right. Yeah, but my but they weren't like officially together, right? She was kind of his concubine. Or no, I'm sorry, she was Oberyn's. Yeah, uh, she's yeah. she's related to him, but I guess yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, I, I heard a little bit of uh, gossip today uh, listening to another podcast about uh, the actor uh, Dr. Bashir. Was, uh, I heard was, that, too. Uh, yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you listening? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it, 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 he was just kind of, you know, uh, just throwing a, uh, the way they described it, throwing a match and throwing it behind him on the show. <laughs> just being like, oh, watch what? it burn. He, he was just very upset that they decided to kill him off like with one episode in the well, last season oh, he thought he'd give... be on a long time well he was contracted yeah, he... for four episodes that season yeah and he, oh. he that his fans were really disappointed not to see him in those episodes his fan. Oh. <laughs> fan i case. like him i'm a fan <laughs> are you a part of his fan club are you yes. outraged that he was killed like i would have liked to have seen him longer i was disappointed he was killed I know you hate everything having to do with Thorn, any story, <laughs> any character. Everybody like, does. Well, That's the I problem. Mean, spoiler alert, now that we're getting towards, you know, I mean, we're at the beginning of the episode still, but we've kind of eliminated Dorn altogether, it seems like, after this episode. They kind of like dusted it all under the rug and we're like, okay, well, that was nice, but we're not going to deal with them anymore. Hmm. I, I mean, this is like once now that we're now free of the books, you know, Weiss and Benioff are free to do whatever they want. And they've been reading all the comments that people don't really... I mean, the Dorn was introduced like what season five, four? Yeah. I mean, it yeah, was very late in. Right? Yeah, it's it's. I mean, to, to continue our risk uh, uh, analogy, it's sort of like, and now Antarctica is a player. It's like, wait, wait, yeah. you can't do that. I mean, <laughs> and and if you recall our podcast, and at the risk of sounding like Mike, nothing happened there. It was, I mean, other than you know, there's a couple of murders <laughs> happened. But I mean, it was it was like a pretty garden where nothing really happened. <laughs> Kim, counterpoint. <laughs> Well, the, <laughs> did lead to the death of uh, the daughter. What's her name? I can't think of it now. I'm thinking right. Melisandre, but that's not it. Yeah, no, uh, it's probably Marcella. 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 Yeah. yeah, Melisandre, Missandei, Marcella. Um, <laughs> George Railroad Martin likes M names. Yeah, I wonder why. Um, Martin. I it's. I mean, yes, there was the death of Marcella. But it was almost like a closed loop because if we never even visited that world, I mean, like, like Cersei doesn't need another enemy. It's like, oh, now she's really pissed at the Dornish. Like, well, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I had yeah, we they've always kind of been their own sort of separate kingdom. They're part of the Seven Kingdoms, but they do seem like they're kind of, I don't know. There's something in the history of Westeros where they were not really conquered or considered part of the rest of the world. There, mm. yeah. I, had they started like season two or three and like teased this out and build it up, it could have been an interesting play. Same thing with the Iron Isles. Yeah. I mean, like it's I, kind of a bit late to pull that card out, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, and and let's be honest, like like this episode had the competing bad storylines of the Sand Snakes and King Euron. You know, I mean, like both <laughs> yeah. of those these plots came in late into Game of Thrones, and now they're like killing each other. It's like, well, okay, I guess that works. Although, you know? I don't know. This season so far, Urine is getting kind of the MVP award for both that ridiculous yeah, scene like, stealing. And, yeah, scene stealing. And just, yeah, doing crazy shit this season. Well, he needs to be the bad guy, so they're going to give him all yeah. the good, uh, all the juiciest lines, and he's yeah, just like especially a... now, uh, you know, that we've we've lost the the next bad guy in the, in line after Joffrey, uh, Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a... we we need a new big bad. I mean, I guess Other we. Than Cersei. Yeah, I guess we do. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I do want to keep. Let's let's keep on going. We'll we'll get up. You know, yeah. this is all just you know the appetizer. We'll get to the. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the meat later. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to the urine. <laughs> I can't wait to have all this urine for me. <laughs> You're in good company. Yeah. Oh, oh. very good. Oh. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> So with the next scene, we had Cersei, uh, you know, talking shit to her people about Daenerys, kind of, you know, bad mouth from here. And although everything she said was pretty much true. I know, it was all pretty true. It was very yeah. out of context. It felt like the kind of spin that, like, political candidates use against each other to, you know, form yeah. a the character. It was just completely out of context, but actually true. Crucified hundreds of noblemen. And then right. when she yeah. got tired of that, she fed them to her dragons. Like, yeah. Well, yes. did. 
Yeah. I mean, uh, and it, so then we get to uh, after that same scene, Jamie and Lord Tarly uh, talking about their you know impending alliance, and Tarly doesn't yeah. want to kill Lady Olena, and he gets the sense mm. that that was what Jamie's asking of him. And we get another glimpse of Sam's suspiciously hot brother, Dickon. <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah. Dickon. 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 Now, is a different actor this year? Is it? Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. got replaced. I know uh, one of oh, the, the smaller parts, the actors got replaced. And then he, I, I noticed that Jamie asked him his name again. So I'm like, oh, that they're kind of laying oh, the groundwork so. to let the audience Extreme know, minus. okay, this is the new Who actor. The hot man is. Yeah. Yes, it's Sam's brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the one. I could be wrong. I'll have to look that up. Right, because I just watched that first scene where we are introduced to Randall Tarley. Yeah. They're having dinner in the hall. Yeah, yeah I think that was a different actor. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if there's anything really more we want to elaborate on that, but uh, then then we get to the Maesters. This is uh, so, something that's been bugging me ever since we found out that Sir Friendzone had uh, grayscale, uh, which is why the hell didn't he cut off his arm? Hmm. And, I, and I the mean, Maester basically says that you really should have cut off your arm because you would have lived. <laughs> I mean, I, at the time, I thought it was sort of like the whole uh, Walking Dead thing. It's like once you're bitten, doesn't matter. You know, like you're yeah. you're done. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Maester was kind of like, why don't you cut off your arm? I was like, I didn't know there was an option. You know, it's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> maybe so he, thinks he, he said he has six months to losing his mind. Uh, and Sam, who's still convinced that he knows more than everybody else because he read a book, uh, and will now become an instant surgeon, uh, is <laughs> decided he's going to help out. <laughs> just add water instant surgeon uh the, it is a different actor i've done i've done my research i've been oh, uh, good okay i've been to the citadel yeah, and that. um they they changed him because he was doing the nbc series now canceled time after time ah uh, oh. yes yes uh i think the so, first iteration uh, looks it, better on but... the capper that scene too which was kind of very depressing the uh the, the jim broadbent maester uh you know points out that the you know he He'll give him one more day and kind of points to the sword over there. I'll let you do what you want to do, like and, off yourself. And then he's going to kick him out. Was that what he was saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yourself or I'll kick you out. Yeah, I, I think he was saying if if you were a commoner, I'd have you shipped off to Valeria right now. Oh yeah. Right. But because you're a knight, I'll give you a day. How you choose to spend that is up to you. So right. it's kind of like a, like a weird hotel kind of policy. It's like, well, you know, we'll <laughs> give you an extra day, but you have to kill yourself. So oh right. You don't have to check out today, but you know tomorrow. <laughs> you so well, I'm going back to that, that you know that whole uh, mm. you know, uh, part of the the show in a, a later scene. But yeah. uh, then Cersei's looking at the dragon skulls with uh, I forget Ooh. her maester uh, who's disgraced. What's his name? Kyburn. Uh, Kyburn. Thank you, Doctor. The maester. Kyburn, uh, and, and he has. Uh, she also happened to mention that Robert brought his whores down there. <laughs> which was an yeah. interesting side story. Maybe we'll get, we'll get a whole series about Robert bringing his horrors down there. Very excited, though, to see this famous dragon pit, because they've been talking about this. Yes. Whole yeah, season. they have mentioned I it. I mean, yeah. a whole series saying, and then eventually the dragons became the size of cats. So I finally got to see the cat-sized dragons. Of course, that made me <laughs> very happy. Excited. I know. That's that's all you care about, cat-sized dragons. <laughs> adorable. Well, it reminded me, it made me very curious, what happened? How did they mutate? How did they die out well we oh. saw that place before didn't we didn't we see a place where the giant skulls or was that in winterfell um, early on when uh Arya's a little girl and she's chasing a cat and she goes down and she hides inside oh. one of those skulls right? yeah yeah i thought so when yeah she's training but i don't think we saw as much as we did this time that was very cool yeah so uh he's developed a dragon cannon that he's out. i'm like oh no yeah. i don't want to see them get killed I- <laughs> Well, I, yes. I guess Don't in the kill the giant flying cats, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> giant kitties, never-ending story. Oh, it's a dog. <laughs> well, it's a, it, it's like that whole Cat scene races. before with with Cersei talking to the, the the commoners. It did evoke a lot of kind of a Donald Trump kind of thing. Um, with with the addition of Kyburn saying we are working on a solution, which is such a like a right. a punt, like you know, like no, you're not. You're just saying yeah, words, but but he was. Right. Um, I I guess in the books, I don't want to spoil it, but I guess in the books there's some weird horn. Horn, yeah, I'd heard about the horn what? too. 
Yeah, there's like yeah. a weird horn that you, like you it, blow into it, it makes the dragon bend to your will. It neutralizes them or something, yeah. It, well, it, makes, it, it brings them over to your side. So oh, it's, really? Yeah, yeah it's like, a very powerful thing. Change teams with this horn? Exactly, but <laughs> the, a guy who did it, like his whole lungs were set on fire. Right, um, right, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a price to pay for blowing on the horn. Right. Um, How do you know these things? <laughs> yeah, it's been speculated a lot when they were talking about how is because the question's been raised, you know, how is Cersei going to deal with the dragons? Yeah. And then there's this vague sort of reference to it in the books, I guess, about this horn. So people were speculating, well, maybe they can come up with the horn. And in fact, when, when he said he had a solution, I thought that's what they were talking about. So did I. But, uh, um, yeah. And perhaps, you know, maybe this cannon thing is going to fail and they have to go with the horn. But you never know. And it reminds me of how they <laughs> brought down the dragon in the Lord of the Rings <laughs> or in the, the Hobbit, I should say. Oh, right. What's that? Giant with the arrow? arrow. Oh, yeah. Was it, was it a giant arrow? I thought it was just like, a, just like one dude's arrow. Well, the plate <laughs> under his chest was, uh, he had a, a soft spot or something like that. Yeah, he has one little scale. Right. Or he's missing yeah. a scale. Show. Remember in the movie, they launch like this enormous iron arrow at him. <laughs> I did not watch I, that I movie. I tried to block those movies out of my memory the best I can. <laughs> I, I get through the yeah. first one. That was enough. Yes, Mike and I saw the first one together, I believe. Yes, we did. Yeah. And then we. Yeah. And then, we made a pact to never do that again. It was yeah. like, what did we just watch? <laughs> 60 minutes the before they leave the house. Well, you know, equally as ridiculous. Oh. Not oh, that reminds me of those movies. You know, they had that, uh, what, I'm sure you guys would know the name for that technique they used to film those, the Hobbit movies that gave that very kind of smooth, weird appearance. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, they shot it at, at uh, uh, 48 frames a second instead of 24. So it was oh. high frame rate 3D. Ah, and it just watching, looks overly smooth and kind of soap opery. Yeah, watching last this most recent episode, did it not look slightly different to you? Oh, no, I imagine that it had really. this, you know, this different sort of sheen to it. Oh. <laughs> it just kind of reminded me of that. No, I, I didn't, I didn't notice that. No, I, um, yeah. I was Perhaps unaware you of that. Change the settings on your television, Doctor. Yes. <laughs> what? Unless <laughs> <laughs> they all spoke in Spanish for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Turn off SAP. Come on. Oh. <laughs> That's great. But that meant super audio player. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right. Where are we going to next? Onward. Uh, we're back to uh, yeah, the, the meeting you were discussing with the table, oh. right? <laughs> with Felicity? I'm sorry. What did you say, doctor? <laughs> the naughty sex scene. <laughs> Moving on. That's all you want to uh, talk about. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, the Stratego, uh, the, the risk meeting over at uh, Khaleesi's Oh, palace. where she explains her plan. Yeah. Right, the Tyrells, yeah. and the Greyjoys, and the Dornish, uh, yeah, they are, they're all meeting with Daenerys. Yeah, so they're going to have Yara yeah. take the fleet and take right. Ilaria down to Dorne to pick up the army to travel right. to Casterly Rock, right? Uh, the Unsullied were going to take Casterly Rock. Because they they, yeah. uh, they need Westerosians to invade Westeros, right? Yeah, because yeah they they don't want to have the Unsullied or the uh, uh, what am I blanking on? Dothraki. Dothraki. Thank you. Uh, because then then they'll be seen as invaders. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I, interesting strategy. I you know it's pretty cool. And she didn't mention what she's planning with the Dothrakis. Yeah, um, I think, I think that's something. Maybe I didn't make a note about it, but. Uh, I'm blanking on that. I'm just going to run around. Yeah, just... She had very specific plans for every yeah. segment of this, but not them. Well, and, and it's... Then, of course, Lydia Lena pulls her aside later and is like, because uh, Tyrion gives this great advice about how to do all this. And then so she says to, to Khaleesi, you know, you know, ignore it. And, hmm. you know, she's a dragon. Go do what you, what you will. I mean... <laughs> so what's that going to end up as? I, I know. Roast everyone. I think that's probably <laughs> yeah. it, yeah. That's... Uh, yeah. I, I mean... Whenever someone explains a plan in a TV show or movie, it's never going to work. Yeah. It will always fall apart. Like, okay, here's the plan. You know, I mean, because then there's no excitement. It always falls apart. And this one fell apart this episode. You know, I mean, already. <laughs> Much to your delight. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, it's. I mean, well, but it's also a weird plan because all this time, Daenerys is like, we're just going to go in there. We're going to crush everybody, crush everybody. And then uh, Tyrion just like, oh, no, you probably shouldn't. She's like, oh, okay, good idea. You know, it's like it's, her, her mind. In this episode, she's kind of been all over the place. 
You know, she's kind of yeah. she's threatening Varys. She's listening to Tyrion. You know, she's she's kind of going for a more kinder, gentler kind of thing. Even though there's been no, like, like she should have gone to like some city and just laid waste to it with her dragons, right? Just like yeah. set the whole thing on fire and oh. then said, "Oh my god!" What's that? Hiroshima approach. Here's what yeah. we will do to your whole country. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because ultimately, like, like she has all this rage because you know Westeros kicked her out and killed her father and all this sort of stuff. So, but then once she does that, she should have some sort of remorse, and then that's when Tyrion should come in and say, "You don't want to be the Queen of Ashes. You know, you want to come in and try yeah. a different way." So, yeah. Um, it kind of made my ears perk up when she had that earlier conversation with Varys about, you know, if I ever lose sight of the welfare of the people. And then when she's planning the attack on uh, King's Landing in this scene, we're going to starve her and her army and the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, my <laughs> lady, if I may say. Lateral uh, damage. Yeah. <laughs> you just asked me five minutes ago <laughs> to tell you. Burn you alive. <laughs> <laughs> that would make so my we get, we get to uh, mm-hmm. one of the... the uh, Kind of standout <laughs> scenes of the episode that people were were a buzz about, which is Grey Worm and Masande. Oh my! Yeah, yeah, indeed. Oh my! Many questions. Many questions. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know about so many questions because we, we pretty much almost saw everything. So, <laughs> well, like, oh yeah. my god, are they actually going to show up? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, they're showing it. <laughs> so now he. I guess he doesn't need that sword anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so he has no testicles, right? Is that what's going on? I can't remember what's going on with him. No, I, I think. It, uh, well, I, yeah, is that sure. what the deal is? Varus <laughs> has no penis. Confusion again, or no, Varus has no testicle. So there's lots of guys in this show who have some of their junk gone, and right. there's three. Bits. And we need to we need to kind of have like a kind of rolling. Right. What's that? Theon is missing his all dick. of the unsullied. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Theon's missing his dick. Varus right. is missing his his testicles. Balls. Yeah, his yeah. balls. <laughs> What are the unsullied missing, Kim? Uh, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> why are we doing this podcast? We know nothing. Why don't? Uh, yeah, why of all the things to keep straight on this show, this seems like it would be a high priority for us. <laughs> don't understand. Well, I'll I'll research the Brex. Yes, intensely. <laughs> Let yes. See. Post many photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, many photos. Get you, and I will tweet them. <laughs> Mike yes, is practically so, googling it right now. I am the slave Unix. <laughs> yes. So, uh, what, we we've kind of covered that scene. You know, he he's never felt fear except now the fear of that he's not going to see her again, and then. He gets down to business. <laughs> Surprisingly adept. You would think he's a virgin. <laughs> he's well, like, I, I guess know what I'm doing asking, here. Woo. You know, when they had the big attack with the, uh, um, why am I blanking on that? They, that little army name. Uh, you know, the, the, we saw them actually at Comic Con last week, which you probably mentioned a little bit about Comic Con. But uh, the, uh, the Sons of the Harpy. When the Sons of the oh, Harpy came oh. in and stabbed them on the whorehouse, everybody was asking, "What the hell are they all doing in a whorehouse?" Well, they're so, getting their head. Rubbed her forehead, rubbed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <While> a woman, <laughs> woman sings to him. Right, exactly. Well, this says the uh, the unsullied will not succumb to bloodthirsty or sexual urges in the midst of battle, which seems like a weird place to have a sexual urge. In. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, they do possess emotions and can show anger. So I, I like so. I, is he is he aroused by her? I don't understand what's going on. Or is he just like, oh, you know, I feel emotions towards you. Like what? What? Well, he yeah. loves her, yeah. But if you don't have sexual urges, is he just like, oh, I'll just pleasure you, and then I, you know, that makes me well, happy. I'm sure, he derives some sort of pleasure out of pleasuring her in a different sense of it. I guess, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, moving right along. No, 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 no. <laughs> we need to figure this out. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I need I need my scorecard on who can do what to whom you know and it's <laughs> we're scene... moving on all right fine well so in the next scene we're getting back to Sam and he's you know found this cure for grayscale the one that's too dangerous not that not too dangerous for Sam though so he's mixing these potions together these weird potions mm-hmm. and then uh, he we have that 
really intense scene where he oh. is cutting back the uh. top layer of skin with all the grayscale oh. on it and uh, it, it's all pussy and disgusting. And uh, uh, it bothered me less though than last week's scene with all the poop and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can but but it had the greatest cutaway, which was you know the, you see oh, the yes. disgusting pus and then it's you know it cuts to a pie or something yeah. like a meat pie or something. <laughs> Chicken pot pie. It was very yeah, disgusting. Chicken pot pie, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, which brings us to Aria and hot pies. Hot Speaking pie. of pies, hey, Ari. Oh, we, what we you gonna hot eat? Hot pies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Along the, the you know, uh, George R. R. Martin list of fantastic names that he gives characters. We've hot discussed pie. many a time, but Hot Pie is really I never would have known one. that was his name if I had not turned on captions when he Yes, me neither. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Hot Pie, Hot Pie. Hot Pie, Hot Pie. Um, he, this is really delicate ground we're treading upon because he's one of the only characters in all of the Game of Thrones who has so far had a happy ending. Yeah, and when I saw him, like, oh, so oh, oh, boy, yeah. Um, he yeah. did say something somewhat prophetic at the end. I'm a little worried. I'm a little bit worried. Yeah, I did put in my notes here. Try to not get killed, hot pie. <laughs> try to get killed. Say at the end. Try, try to not get killed, hot pie. Oh, Don't get oh. killed. But then what does he say afterwards? He says, "Oh, I'm I'm good at that. Just like you're oh, or right. something. I'm a survivor, like you or something." Oh, like you? I thought he said like that. Yeah, he he was talking all about how he admired her. And, yeah. yeah, and she was pretty. <laughs> yeah, very very upfront, very frank. Oh, now you're pretty. You know, oh, all right. yeah. he's there to deliver news and let her know that hey, yes. the Boltons are no longer in charge of Winterfell. Which yes. was a complete shock to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So her her objective now goes to go back to Winterfell. So she's yeah. turning around. Right. Um. Yep. So uh, Sam's Raven reaches uh, John, mm-hmm. and I guess we didn't—I didn't mention earlier uh, the uh, um, Tyrion Raven that arrived too, which I thought was pretty clever that they had the uh, uh, the line oh, yeah. from the first season that—that's oh, how yes. John knew it was actually him and not a trap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so the Raven from Sam reaches Winterfell. The Dragonstone contains Dragonglass. Big shock there. So uh, John is going to Dragonstone. Nobody's happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody. Everybody speaks out and says, you know, don't go. It's a bad idea. And uh, Liana Mormont. <laughs> yes. Yeah. King in the North should stay in the North. Now, wait. Yes. Is she related to Sir Jorah? Is that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, these, yeah, these are things I'm like, wait a minute. Is that the same, the whole same family? So. Yeah. And especially uh, there was that mention, you know, that Sam makes of his father, you know, at, uh, yeah. at the wall. Yeah. And uh, that confused my wife a little bit because she didn't realize that in the that you know when he was killed by the White Walker, that was Jorah's father. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's. I mean they were laying a lot of track for that when Sir Jorah's like, I don't have any family anymore. You know they all you know have disowned me, and and then we see her, you know, uh, Lady Mormont. Right. So like, oh, there could be something. There could be some sort of redemption for him because he's not going to get Khaleesi. I mean, I don't think. I mean, it seems like. Maybe he will, but it seems like if he could no. find he could find redemption by going back to the Bear Island or wherever she's from and, and becoming like, you know, co king with her. <laughs> co <Co-king. laughs> <laughs> cooking show with him. Um <laughs> The first gentleman of Dragonstone. <laughs> first uncle. <laughs> the first uncle. <laughs> Uh, this so, scene, uh, though, I like to put it out. Everyone's unhappy. Nobody likes the fact that John's going. One person mm-hmm. is happy about this. Uh, very happy, and that's Littlefinger. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because if his son's in charge. What is his long? Nothing makes him happy. He wants her to be wardeness of the North, and then then what? Yeah, I, yeah. Well, ultimately, it's still to become king of all the Westeros, isn't it? I guess it's it's uh, the goal. You mean? What? His goal, you mean? Or yes. what his yeah. goal is? Yeah, isn't yeah. it? I would think so. I, I think his goal is to is to marry Sansa because he loved Caitlyn and now he loves Sansa. And so what, whatever he can do. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner? Yes. Caitlyn <laughs> Jenner. Caitlyn. Uh oh. Have we lost it? Oh, he's Googling it. No, I'm <laughs> oh, here. Okay. He's looking at pictures of Caitlyn Cat- Jenner. Caitlyn's <laughs> picture of cat dragons. <laughs> The crossover. <laughs> You're Googling well, his, cat dragons. 
His interim goal was to have her have Sansa become the wardeness of the North, wasn't it? Yes. Right. Stop Googling things, you fool. I can hear you. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. What are you Googling? Tippity, tappity, tip. Googling. What have you found? Penis. <laughs> cat dragons everywhere. Cat dragons. Eunuch cat, <laughs> cat dragons. <laughs> Adorable and neutered. <laughs> like my cat. <laughs> so uh, Littlefinger tries to work his magic with John and talked about how Ned Stark's bones were delivered by him, which is a real weird set to Oh, yeah, we get to see the Ned Stark statue in the yes. yeah, exactly. yeah. Now, does he get paid for that? Weird That's what I'm wondering. Like yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Actually, it looks like him. Because yeah. if you show a photo of someone in a TV show or a movie, you have to pay them. Right, because you're using oh. their image. Because you're using their image. But if you make a, a weird-looking statue of Sean Bean, does he have to get paid for that? <laughs> Like how close does it have to be? On how accurate is it? Is yeah, like the, uh, like you know, the Lucy Ball statue. statue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> the Lucille Ball statue. Most or the horrifying Chris, uh, monster. Cristiano Ronaldo uh, one. Yes. Yeah. Put those two together, hanging out. Um, yeah. It was interesting that John told him, "You don't belong down here." Jeez, you can't even yes. visit down there. <laughs> well, he. T- I mean, once well, again, did that attack surprise you. When he was so aggressive. Yeah, it, it was, uh, again, everyone's a little out of character. Everyone's a little out of character yeah. this episode. John Stark, again, does always, he always does the wrong things. And they come out right, right? He is the most, he is the most lucky person. Because he shouldn't go to Dragonstone. Have you officially given him the Stark name now? What's going on? <laughs> what, I said John, John Stark? Stark. Mike has bestowed legitimacy upon John I, Stark. I will, I will name him John Stark. Um <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's it's funny because he says, I have nothing to say to you. And Littlefinger says, not even thank you. Yeah, I, I yeah, saved you on the battlefield. Point, <laughs> you would yeah. be dead. No, for me. Yeah. But, but of course, he blows that by saying he loves Sansa like yeah. he loved his mother. Yep. And the, that's where the choking begins. Uh-oh. <laughs> Commence choking? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. Mm. And then there's only one more scene before we get to uh, what Mike's been waiting for the entire time. Uh, Arya is by the fire and a bunch of wolves come out of nowhere. Oh. And who is it but Nymeria? Another M name. Direwolf. Who has found a home and uh, with other wolves and goes away. Yeah, I, yeah. I did not understand the subtext of the it's not you line. Yes, I, I didn't understand the, that either. Uh, we were, my wife and I were both discussing that. Yeah, like a weird, what does that uh, mean exactly? It's not uh, you, it's me. Did you watch inside the episode afterward? No, I, did I didn't know. see that oh, either. Uh, no. It was a callback to season one when uh, she is sitting with Ned and he said, I, you're going to marry a handsome lord and you'll be a beautiful lady. And she says, that's not me. She's not going to follow that path. So oh, that's what I she see. Did when she says that to the wolf who okay. says, I want to bring you with me. I'm going home to Winterfell. And the wolf <laughs> says, no, that's not you. Yeah. Or that's uh, not me, yeah. Well, they're digging deep into that first season, aren't they? They really can't. Yeah, that was, that's, that that's, a, that's a deep callback. If I was just thinking, oh. She mistook her for another diabolic. Right, right. <laughs> that's yeah, not you. I, that. <laughs> I, I thought yeah, it was I like what to myself is she trying to say that that's not who she is anymore because you know now she's she has her own life. Yeah, yeah, she has her own family now and mm-hmm. so on. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, well, it's interesting. Very interesting callback. Thank you for that, Doctor. Mm-hmm. Gotta watch the inside the episode. It tells you to stay tuned. Yes. Well, I, I know. I, I had to run to work, so I, <laughs> I me I too. Had no time to watch that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then we get to Mike's. Finally, yes, we finally get. Favorite. Well, <laughs> after yeah, like after a hundred minutes. Last week. What's that? It's like they heard your complaints last week. I want stop battles. I want battles. I need battles. Every even if they're even if it's two terrible teams fighting, if it's Sand Snakes <laughs> versus the Iron Isles, who get? I mean, I I need you know. That I just need I to see really some. You know, we've been hearing for years now about how spectacular they are, right? Battling on the ocean, so yeah. here we get to see it. Well, well, I, well, oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah crazy uh, ship. That I, I, I was thinking. About, I thought you were talking about sand snakes because the oh, sand no, snakes no. were were you know propped up as these amazing a fighters. Disappointing. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. As fighters. Oh, absolutely. Well, they have that terrible scene in the hammocks. They're all sitting in hammocks. 
um, right. Talk talking about, about and it's like, are they going to kill him or are they going to make love to him? It's like, I want the mountain. You know, like, what? What? What is that read? Yeah. That's a weird read. Um, it was pretty weird. Yeah, mother will let you never let you have him. You know, he'd crush you. Like, what? What? What, what are we doing? Says, mama. Yeah, your mama, mama, mama. I was like, boy, you guys are really. <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> Turn like into Huey Dewey and Louie all of a sudden. Happened to you know showing Brown your boobs in jail. Let's have more of that. <laughs> no, that's your favorite thing. <laughs> favorite part of the entire series. <laughs> and that one really spoke to you. <laughs> and is it coincidental that she survived? She's the one that made it, right? She's like, oh well. well. So we're getting ready to YouTube. Yeah, at the yeah. well, go ahead. I don't want to jump right to the very end. Well, doesn't yeah, she's the one like out of the, out of the three, she's the one that survives. The two that are dead on the prow of the ship. One is hanging by her whip. Is yeah, that correct. And the other one's impaled. See, I was very confused by that. Uh, I, I thought uh, because we didn't actually see what happened. I know they took um, Yara. Yara. Uh, I'm sorry, Elara or Elaria. Elaria and Elara, Yara. Yeah, me. yeah, Elaria. They took her away. And I, I presumed they were going to deliver her to Cersei so she could be, you know, appropriately tortured and killed or something. But yeah. when I saw the bow, the mast of the ship, I thought that was her on it. Yeah. yeah I didn't know it at first. I was trying to play it back. I thought it was her confused. and um, uh, Theon's sister. Yara, yeah. So I, Yara, yeah. Yeah, but I, we didn't see her killed, did we? No, I no, looked at it again. Oh, that was kind of the assumption that you see them dead on there, but... I guess it could have been those sand snakes. I don't know. I guess I'll have to watch it again. No, I think it. I think it is those two sand snakes because one is hung by her whip and the other one's impaled by her spear. Um, right. And it, it would not yeah. be. I mean, he, he's he's going to bring a gift to Cersei, Euron, and this has to be Ilana and maybe Yara. You know, look what I brought to you. So, um, you know, just bringing her head is not that enough. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. But I had to watch that twice to figure that out because it wasn't very clear. There are five women who could possibly be impaled on those things, and you know. Yeah. Oh, how heartbreaking was it to see Theon just lose his nerve? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that coming a mile away. Though I just felt like it, I, I felt like they couldn't kill off everybody. Yeah, and oh, I didn't think. And I just got the sense that the, the second that they they were under attack, I'm like, well, a lot of people are going to die here, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're going to kill everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Yara was a possibility. I thought she, her throat would have been slit right after he jumped in the water. I thought, yeah. well, you know, let's get yeah. rid of her. But, um, I mean, it was, certainly was, like, out of all the choices that are made in this episode, him jumping into the water felt very much like George R. R. Martin, right? Like, there's no heroism involved. It was just like, mm-hmm. this is, the, but it's also probably the more predictable thing you're going to do. You know, I mean, I think I, that was yeah. like the most logical choice. <laughs> for you. I, I, I might do that. Is that what you mean, or you mean like from a story point of view? Well, from like, like a human and I mean, from a human standpoint, oh. it is like from a story standpoint, he would probably charge after Euron and be like, ah, you know, because yeah. that, that's more dynamic. But for him to kind of go PTSD and then jump in the water, that's, yeah, that's what they talked about in the. That the producers talked about after the episode. I don't know that. That doesn't exist for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're talking about how you know, we've seen him getting stronger over the past few episodes, but he's still to just act like that never happened to him and he wasn't tortured and traumatized. It's mm-hmm. still it's bubbling beneath the surface and he came out. That was a cool choice, I thought. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, I. Having said that, I mean he did he did fight everybody and kill everyone quite well. And then when it's that, I, it was a weird trigger for that. I don't I don't quite understand how that triggered, but you know it was it was a good moment. You know, I mean had the battle started and it triggered him, okay. But fearlessly he's killing guys left and right. There's fire everywhere, and it's when his sister's in peril that he kind of freaks out. So. Like he cut to the images of the people being mutilated around him, like he was mutilated, like cutting off ears and tongues and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So I, I just uh, googled and to, to see what the uh, idea was of who who's still alive and who's dead. So uh, we know Obara Sand is dead. Obara, uh, and then Nymeria Sand, not to be confused with the direwolf Nymeria, another weird naming <laughs> from Martin. Oh, uh, she is dead as well. So the maybes are Yara Greyjoy. Uh, they're thinking maybe uh, she's still alive because you know her uncle could deliver her, her to Cersei, and another maybe Ilaria Sand. So I guess it's not uh, a, a Sand, a Sand, Ilaria <laughs> Sand. Uh, they are they are 
most likely still alive to be delivered to Cersei, and which would explain what when we saw in that little kind of trailer that came out when he's riding back in victorious into King's Landing. Yeah, he's got a prize. I'm imagining. So why why would Yara Greyjoy be such a great prize for? Am I forgetting some uh, conflict? Well, she's. I mean, she's. I don't know. That's a good. Question. I, I don't know. If she's now she's considered the ruler of that land, right? I guess maybe she's, just because she was in rebellion. Right. Maybe he'll take her back, you know, to the pike or something like that and kill her. But um, it, they're, they're too big of characters to waste with off-screen deaths. You know, yeah. uh, if if Yara was hanging from the mast, Theon would have, like, drifted over the body. And we would have gotten a, a good shot of that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just think I just think they didn't make it clear enough to us that it was those two Sand Snake girls. Yeah. So. I need a big screen like Jason's. <laughs> we need it. We need the IMAX version of this. That's what we need. And just yeah. show this instead of having all that other oh. episode stuff. Just loop that fight over like ten times and call it a day. You know. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty good. I'll fight. bring you to this the screening room here at work. Oh, screen. Um, it was like I said. It, it was a good fight. I have I have other questions like how did Euron like suddenly sneak up on these guys? Um, and, and if, yeah. and if the, the Greyjoys are such great fighters on both sides, how'd they get so, you know, snuck up on and totally devastated? The entire fleet's devastated, basically. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. so maybe they're not that good. <laughs> How did Euron build me a thousand ships that fast? <laughs> a thousand really good <laughs> ships too, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, didn't, uh, What's her name? Yara just have, I don't know, a few weeks head start. Suddenly, thousand ships, boom. <laughs> there, there's a lot of time compression in that. And and he's like, cut down every tree here. And it's like, I don't think there's any trees on those islands, man. What are you talking about, dude? That too. <laughs> Make the boats out of rocks and boulders and, and dirt. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's very convenient because not only did they make ships, but they made ships so much better than any other Greyjoy ship. Yeah, with right. that amazing bring down the hammer smashing thing. Yeah, their- <laughs> who who was sitting on that design on the Pike? You know, it's like yeah, I, you know, I've had this for a while, but tell me what you think. All right, big skull gangplank comes down, kills at least one dude, and then we all come running yeah. out. Oh, good, man. Um. But it was, a, it was a pretty good battle. It was good. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's pretty good on the mic scale. I mean, I knew it was oh. not going to be like, you know, it's, it's nowhere near Hard Home or Battle of the Bastards or something. No White Walkers in this episode. No, I, yeah, well. White Walkers. And see, I don't mind them hiding the ball on this and saying, okay, we're just not going to pay attention to them. Um, <laughs> again, I say it's either going to be. Uh, the, They're approaching only... Eastwatch by the Sea where uh, okay. Tormund will be. <laughs> Slowly, slowly. Slowly. Uh, I, it will either be... Like, my feeling is this could be at the end of the season. Like, either episode six or seven when they're going to attack. Yeah. And they will burst through the wall, and then someone will say, the White Walkers are here. Boom. <laughs> you know, and then like, oh, wow. You know. See you in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Promise fulfilled from season one, episode one, scene one. You know, the White Walkers are here. Um, you know, I, I saw a, a, some speculation kind of uh, today on a video that was tying together the idea. Uh, and I'm sorry to go into speculation, Doctor. I know this, is, this pains your heart. Uh, but mm. that if Sam is able to find a cure for the grayscale and actually it'll actually work, that it could be sort of almost weaponized if they can expose the grayscale to their enemies and they can heal the people that, you know, they're, they inoc- or inoculate the people that they want to. Mm. They could kind of just take care of all their enemies or at it's least like a, a section of their slow enemies. motion weapon. Yes, though. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the most least, the least exciting way to kill people on the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> long, prolonged you die 20 years. From now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have 20 years to surrender to us. <laughs> but you'll go crazy next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a possibility. I mean, it's, I mean, well, did you read that thing about it, doctor? About, of course not. No. You can tell me. (laughs) What, your hairdo thing? No, no. This is about what's in the, (laughs) it's all about the hairdo. It's all about the hairdo. (laughs) 
Although I think she changed her hair, didn't she? Didn't Sansa change her hair in this episode or no? Yeah, yeah I think it was more yeah, straight. Sansa than, does it like Cersei now or something. Someone pointed that out. Someone's like, oh my God. Well, someone pointed out the hairstyle is exactly the same as Cersei was wearing it previously. And she was kind of picking up on mm-hmm. you know, her experiences with Cersei yeah. and learning from it and maybe becoming a little more like her. But see, like this episode, though, Sansa really seems to almost take a step backwards from becoming evil again. You know, because when he yeah. says, no, you're going to be the, you know, the king of the north, the queen of the north for right now. And it kind of placates she her. hesitant. She didn't look like, hey, I'm in control now. She looked like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, she was surprised. And I think actually like pleasantly surprised. So it was kind of a it's kind of like her and Daenerys kind of switch places a little bit on this episode. You know, the, the, I yeah. hope she doesn't turn all against John. That would be. Uh, yeah. Bad. <laughs> but uh, do you want to hear the other spoiler, Doctor, or no? About what? <laughs> well, it's not even a spoiler because it was it was there in the episode. Is that when um, Samuel Tarley was looking through the books last episode, yeah. someone screen captured right. those pages, which are written in English, which brings up a lot of other questions for me. You know, it's yeah. just a, it's a common tongue. It's, it's, it's a common tongue. You know? And everyone in every other part of the world here in the, you know, on Earth is like, oh, man, come on. So... Um, what do you want? Esperanto. Oh, yes. A little Esperanto. <laughs> um, William Shatner did a film Chinese. in Esperanto. Most people speak Chinese. It could be Chinese. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he did the Incubus. You want the majority of people who speak well, I, I want it to be just like an elvish, weird tongue where we like no one understands what it says. And I'll be, up, I'll be fine with uh, subtitles. But it was in English and probably on purpose because on one of the pages, someone screen captured it and they saw... The dragon glass can cure grayscale. Yes. Oh, if you ingest a small amount or something. I don't know. I mean, you know. It's... What did you observe this episode? Did you say you saw something in this episode? Uh, did I? Yes, but no. I think you meant the previous episode. Oh well, no. I mean, I it's I. He's trying this thing, and that it's it's gonna fail. I mean, I'm like, what what, what is? I mean, is Sir George just become this weird like burn victim all of a sudden? I mean, like, yeah, Alicia, I'm here for you. You know, God, yeah, it's worse <laughs> than the grayscale man. I mean, um, I, I, I think it would be awesome if he shows up because Khaleesi sent him on this mission to find a cure. He's gonna go up, show up and be like, I did it. And Sam, <laughs> meanwhile, gets no credit at all. Right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, it's like that thing where it's like, oh, if you lost a few pounds, I could date you. And then you show up and you're like, oh, you know, I like you. We're friends. But uh, sorry, Sir Jorah. Uh, all right. OK. Thank you, Khaleesi. Oh, Jesus. You know. uh, okay. So I believe we've come to the end of the episode recap. So perhaps uh, now might be a good time to figure out if, if there's a place to visit in the Westeros of Westeros. Um. Yeah, Is there well, a location from this episode that we should visit? Maybe the high seas? <laughs> the high seas. A small fishing boat off <laughs> the coast. to be observing what's going on. <laughs> of Dragonstone. <laughs> catching clams and oysters. <laughs> for the fishmongers. Cockles and shells. Cockles and <laughs> shells. For the god of many faces. Um... <laughs> So join us as we go to the Restros of Westeros. Here we are. It's cold. It's windswept. A storm passed by a few days ago. It was eating crackers. (laughs) You can hear the sound of the dragon cats flying overhead. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) <laughs> and we come to a small dinghy with <laughs> a dinghy, a dinghy, a dinghy. Uh, that's Dothraki, a dinghy, um, with three intrepid young fishermen and woman. A very old woman. <laughs> a very old, very old. Young fisherman and a woman. <laughs> and a horrible old woman. She's naked. She just took off her magic necklace. <laughs> she put on her magic necklace and it's all good. All right. So, so they're fishing and then, oi, 
fishing show, fishing out here next to Dragonstone, sure is a a wonderful kind of way to do things, especially at night. <laughs> I now find it kind of boring, Miss Elf. There's not that much going on around here. Well, get to work. Drop those lobster traps. Sorry, Milady Crabtree. I. Uh... Ironically, I catch lobsters, not crabs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you 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 hang him on a tree. That's your thing. That's it. Ah. <laughs> tree crabs, tree crabs. That's what you always say. Cockle shells, tree crabs. <laughs> you hang him on one of them trees with the faces on it. That's always sleeping. Kind of, kind of weird. No one ever buys him. It's like, I don't want that tree waking up and grabbing me. Hey, hey, pay attention. There's a ship coming our way. Hey, look oh. at that. Oh, ahoy there. Oh, oh they're going past us. Look at, look at that, that we triple. we interest you in some cockles or some tree crabs? <laughs> oh. Hey, just see who that was? That what was, did he say? That was King Urin. King Urin. Oh. He just, he just barked. Some more ass, it seems. I recognize his weird laugh from over here. <laughs> Looked like you and McGregor. <laughs> All right, maybe we maybe we could we could paddle a little closer to him and maybe send him uh, sell him a few cockles and shells, eh? Yeah, sounds like a good idea to me. Blimey! Blimey all to the seven gods! Look what's going on over there! Oh, but I, there's fire everywhere. It might be good barbecuing for some tree... Tree crabs? Tree crabs. <laughs> I've branched out. <laughs> Literally, tree frogs. Uh, look at how beautiful it is. They've got a fireworks show going on over there. So Let's get a little closer. Oh, look at that. And look, everyone's on fire. It's a true fireworks show. It's a oh, Westeros. Some sort of giant plank hammer on us. And scene. Our poor. What is. There was drowning, I believe. Uh, that was King Urine passing by and shouting all sorts oh, of nonsensical okay. stuff. <laughs> 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 so like, <laughs> Sorry, I don't so like who? Oh, it's like you don't understand English, so that's how you do an impression of English. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all I see of of King Urine. He just he just basically. Says all sorts of you're like okay, well that was pithy, you know. I like how when there's a battle going on, these three idiots are more worried about what they're going to catch and sell. <laughs> well, that's why they didn't make it very long in Westeros. They were crushed by a, a skull gangplank, hammer plank, our dinghy, our dinghy, dinghy, the dinghy. <laughs> that might be the title of this episode, dinghy, dinghy. <laughs> Got some dinghy fever. Oh, all right, this is it. I give up. I we yield. Reached, we reached peak podcast. We reached peak podcast. We have two we more minutes here. It's fifty-eight minutes. So thank you so much for listening. We have five more episodes. Oh, it's hard to believe they're going by so fast. Yeah, they do feel pretty quick though, don't they? There's very yeah. little. And then we had that guy that smashed Beatles for 20 minutes. Kong, kong, kong. Yeah. Um, you know, they're definitely learning to be a lot more um, uh, economical with what they do. Yeah. So every scene has to count. They're not burning. It's like, well, we've got, you know, four more scene, four more episodes for the big, the big episodes. So they're not, they don't, they, yeah. they don't have to waste any time. So this is good. This is, this is great. And I think, I think they've laid enough track this season for us to get non-stop battles. That's my feeling. <laughs> non-stop the rest of the way. I, I have a feeling I, that Ilara, uh, or whatever his name is, Sand Snake Woman, she's going to die next episode. Yara will still live because she needs to see Theon's redemption. That will happen. Oh. Um, yeah, but, but the Sand Snakes are done. And we will... See, we're going to dispatch the whole uh, Euron uh, story by episode five or six. I, I guarantee that. He's done. 
So hmm. these are my prognostications. So, um, but this has been fantastic. <laughs> yes. Like, comment, subscribe. I'm Mike McCafferty. <laughs> I'm Ken Miller. And I'm Jason McCarran. And what are you listening to? Hold on. 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 Hold on.